All right, welcome back to Trumbull Dad's Quarantine Edition 4, 5, 6. Can't, can't really remember. We've all kind of lost track at this point. Um, we're all rocking the um, quarantine beards, even though you can't see us on, on the podcast, but we're working on that. Um, well, first off, guys, let's first, I guess I should mention who we are. Uh, my name is Nate Moyer. I'm your host, along with Rob Finn and Brian. We call him BG because I can never pronounce his last name. Um, we're the Trumbull Dads in Trumbull, Connecticut, the uh, the town you've never heard of. So, anyway, guys, like we usually start out, um, what are we drinking tonight? Rob, we'll start with you because I know what you have, and I'm I'm excited to try it. So, Rob, we'll start with you. Well, uh, over at Ninety Nine Bottles, there was Main Beer Company's newest release called Thank You, uh, the 2020 Indian Pale Ale, and this is actually gonna be my first sip. So, let me uh, take a sip, and I'll let you know. But it does have good color. It's a little golden. Uh, looks light, but it's a six point two percent. So let's see. It's good. It's good. I taste. Um, it does taste light. It tastes a little fruity. Like I've got a little lemongrass flavor in there. Um, maybe a little grapefruit, but I do like it. It's good. It's very refreshing. I would say it's a uh, a good summertime hot day kind of beer. Awesome. All right, Brian. What do you got? Uh, well. Not thinking about summertime, it's called Frost Beer Works, is the brewery. Uh, it's called a really pale ale, very light, so it's 5.5, low IBUs, delicious. Low Frost Works out of Vermont. They're a great brewery, a lot of good beers, good shelfy beer uh, up there in Vermont. You can pretty much get it anywhere, but it's new to Connecticut, uh, so it's nice to have it here local uh, and get it every once in a while. So. Definitely enjoying this. All right. And I like another one that Frost makes called Lush. I think you guys told me about it. I like that one. That's been a good IPA too. Um, and I am drinking a Treehouse Julius, which is their staple from Treehouse Brewing. However, this is from December, and it's not bad still. So I am found in the back of the fridge. It's always a good go-to. Um, but uh, I was a little hesitant because of how old it is. But, you know, it still tastes good. So it's not as, not as much hops as I feel like it has when it's fresh. But uh, it still does the trick. Still one of my favorites. So... Um, all right, guys. Well, in the sports world, we're going to jump right into the NHL. So hockey has proposed basically a 24-team playoff to basically end the season. So, Brian, we were kind of talking before the show. You've got all the details. So, Brian, why don't you go ahead and tell us tell us the rundown, if you can, briefly. Yeah. So, I mean, we were talking last time about you know whether or not we should even start up or whether sports should come back with fans, no fans. You know, and, you know, with, with everything kind of trending in the right direction, you know, be, everyone being cautiously optimistic about what's going on for the summer, uh, people staying healthy and social distancing and everything. Um, I think the NHL really has a plan. You know, they're going to find a hub city or two hub cities, rather. Uh, I'm not really sure where it's going to be. It could be Columbus, it could be Vegas, uh, it could be Toronto, Vancouver. I mean, I don't think they really know. And I don't think it really matters whether an Eastern Conference, uh, Western Conference, uh, their tournaments are going to be in which city. Uh, they just need to find a safe place with enough hotels and arenas to house the tournament. And that's really what it is. This is going to be a tournament. This isn't your normal NHL Stanley Cup playoff. This might actually be the best playoffs that they have in a very long time uh, just looking at some of the matchups uh, to start you know you're looking at a qualifying round with um the bottom teams and you also have 
the top four teams from each conference playing a round robin while these qualifying round is is being played. So you're not you know just because you had the top percentage of points doesn't mean you're going to be number one. Uh, you got to fight for it, which is kind of cool. And so you're going to have those top four teams be your one, two, three, four, and this qualifying round will determine who they play um, based on their rank. So you got five through twelve. And, I mean, the first-round matchup in the East, you're looking at Penguins, Montreal, Rangers, Hurricanes, which I think is going to be great. Those are two young teams really kind of on the verge of, you know, becoming, uh, you know, powerhouse teams in the Eastern Conference. Islanders, Panthers, Leafs, Columbus, I think is going to be awesome. Uh, That's going to be great. But uh, excited for the Rangers to have some playoff hockey. You know, we didn't think that was going to happen beginning of the year. Definitely didn't think that was going to happen towards the end of the season, and here we are. So that's going to be exciting for me as a Ranger fan, but you know, uh, I might be the only one here that is a Ranger fan, but that's okay. <laughs> well, you know, the Western Conference, you got uh, Nate's Coyotes. Yep. Uh, they're playing Nashville. Sorry, Nate, but good luck with that. Uh, Oilers-Blackhawks, I think, is going to be a great matchup. Uh, especially with all this time off, too. I think, you know, the, these teams are going to be a much more even playing field. You know, the Blackhawks had an up-and-down season. Edmonton's good. Probably should have been better, but uh, it's going to be fun to watch. And then, unfortunately, you do have some teams that didn't make it. Uh, some surprises. San Jose. I know they were injury-ridden. Uh, Detroit. Ducks. Kings. Devils. Sabres. You know, their season's done. So they're 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 sitting home. But... You know, all in all, I think this playoff format is pretty awesome. And I wouldn't be surprised if this stays uh, post-COVID uh, for even next year to see how this goes. Because if this is popular and people are watching, even without fans and having a tournament like this, I mean, it's kind of like NCAA, uh, you know, the, the March Madness. And if you can have that at the end of a hockey season, I mean, hockey playoffs is probably the best playoffs in any sport anyway, arguably. But... Uh, if you make it into a tournament like this, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I just hope, you know, the, the reality is I just hope they find a safe place to do it, keep everybody safe, nobody gets sick, uh, and everybody's able to, to compete um, and go win a cup. I mean, it, it's definitely the COVID cup. It's not different. It's very different than any other year, but uh, it should be definitely fun to watch uh, if and when they get this going. Yeah, then maybe they'll wear. Um, maybe everybody will have be required to wear gloves when they touch the cup, right? Because everybody's going to be touching it. Because everybody gets to you know skate around the ice. That might be interesting. It'll be interesting what they do with that. Um, but yeah, I like what you're saying about March Madness. It does kind of have that feel to it, right? Like there's they've ex- basically expanded the playoffs. There's teams that were you know on the outside looking in that probably had no shot, like the 12 teams that are going to be in the playoffs now. And you know everybody's in theory coming back healthy. They're going to be well. Re- everybody's well rested. So the best team in the, you know, you talked about St. Louis or San Jose being injury ridden. You know, if there's another team that was injury, had the injury bug and they're a low seed, like an 11, right? But now that they're healthy, maybe they, you know, they're going to be firing on all cylinders and they might come in as a 11 seed, beat the five and keep moving on. So um, I, I like that you're saying about the March Madness. It does have that feel. So Rob, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the playoff? I think it's great. I, um, I think it's it's very fair. Um, as long as they're safe and everything works out, obviously with a shortened season, 
I think it's very fair to expand. Essentially, what they're doing is expanding the playoffs a little bit, right? Because you had uh, Brian's Rangers fan. I'm an Islanders fan. They were point differential, a couple different games, play difference. Um, who knows who would have gotten like that last spot, right? So now it's fair to say, you know what? We're bringing a few extra teams, and we're going to make this, you know, expand this out a little bit. And I think it's a smart way to kind of get those top four seeds to play three games each, essentially, kind of get themselves warmed up. Uh, so it's not a complete buy, like where it's football, where you have a week off, you're not used to uh, playing somebody, while those other teams play a best of five. So I think it's smart that they all kind of play the same amount of games, essentially. And um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun with everybody. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be the format moving forward, but I could see them kind of expand their playoffs out a little bit. Uh, you know, like Brian said, you know, I'm not sure if this is going to be the exact same way, but uh, it could be kind of cool. I think it'll be fun. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're getting back on track because they were pretty much, I mean, they were pretty far into the season, right? I mean, what do they have? You know, most teams had at least 70 points up to 100 points. So 70 games, 72 games played. Um, so I'm glad to be able to finish the season because I hate to see a Stanley Cup not have a uh, a champion for 2020, essentially. And I think this is a very fair way to kind of have that champion. I don't think anybody can can uh, kind of argue against it, you know. So I like it. Let's see it happen. Yeah. Get back to sports. Definitely. I mean, I think if they can get it done, we'll kind of talk about maybe the NBA too. But um, if there's nobody else playing, if baseball's still working something out with their issues – um, with the players and the owners, if that's not going on, and the NHL might have this whole sport to themselves for a while, that would be exciting. We're you know we're kind of lacking the live sports outside of Korean baseball, um, which only some of us have watched. Rob hasn't partaken in that yet, but um, I don't think he can wake up that early. <laughs> he's got a kid. I think he's teaching. He's teaching. Uh, he gets to teach his son kindergarten, first grade. I forget. Um, kindergarten starts at eight. Yeah, so it's not like it's the easiest thing to do to catch up, but. Um, you know, it'd be nice to see some live American sports, I guess we should say, but NHL could really get some fans back. I know they really kind of are the, uh, the lowest on the totem pole when it comes to the major sports. I feel like in, um, United States, like they just don't get a lot of, you know, hockey airtime and on TV time. So maybe this would be a way for them to get some people excited. Um, with that being said, the NBA is still trying to figure out what they're doing, if they're going to do a regular season, then the playoffs, or if they're going to go right into playoffs. So now that you've seen this with the NHL, do you guys think the NBA would be wise to do it, or do you think the NBA needs to kind of play some regular season games before uh, going to a playoff? So, Rob, we'll start with you this time. I like this format. I think it'll be good. I don't think they need to do a regular season if they expand out uh, playoffs or expand the teams a little bit. Because we all know, you know, those eight seeds are very rarely beating a one seed. So if they somehow do a very similar format, get a few games under their belt to play and do a best of, maybe even do a best of three series to start with, not a best of five. Um, I'm not sure how timeline that would work out, but I think this is a good format for them having two hub cities, kind of a West coast, East coast kind of city. And uh, it'd be a good way for the, for the basketball to get back into it too. Um, you know, no fans, you know, it stinks, but I'm sure they'll have some people in their room pumping some um, fake noise and fake cheers for both teams. Uh, I think, again, basketball was pretty far into this season. I would hate to see them not have a champion. And, uh, you know, again, let's bring some sports back. I think this is a good format, keeps it pretty fair, and uh, I'm all about it. Yeah, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, their season is 
the way it ended was pretty similar to the NHL. I mean, there wasn't much left to play. I think the NBA, uh, some of the lower seeds, there were some some teams fighting for the playoffs. But I don't know. I think the NBA is a little different. I mean, you have your powerhouse teams that are just so good. Um, you know, you don't have the parity like you do in NHL. Like NHL playoffs, like this tournament format, honestly, it's anybody's cut. Anybody can win that. Any one of those teams. The NBA, you look at the Lakers, you look at the Bucks. you know, you have your top four or five teams that you could say, well, you know, in a, in a tournament style, you know, any one of those teams can win. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think if they follow that format, it'll be entertaining. Um, but I wouldn't go regular season games. I agree. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's worth it. Just go right to the playoffs, crown a champion, move on, have some off season, and hopefully get back into the regular season. Good, right? And and I think expanding those playoffs, you know, kind of eliminates that. You know, the Portland Trailblazers and and Damian Lillard. Well, they were a couple of games out of the playoffs. Do you just scrap it right there? I don't want to play regular season games if it doesn't mean I get no playoffs. This way, it's kind of like NCAA expanded it from sixty four. To 68. Now you got those bubble teams. So, yeah, like, listen, you're the 68th team. That's as far as we're going. We can't expand it too far out. So, if they do two or three teams or four more teams, you know, you don't need to say, listen, where are the Phoenix Suns, you know, 24 games back, we had a shot at winning and beating the Lakers. If they're in the playoffs, listen, you lose the first round, you lose the first round. But you can't argue, like, well, we could have made the playoffs. Now you're like, listen, here's your shot. You win, you win. If you don't, you don't. That's it. So I like the expanded for that. Take that eight seed, ninth seed. We could have, should have, would have out of the equation. You know, most people are in. That's it. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think you, you got to kind of look at the standings and see if there's a close team. You know, do you have it be 10 teams? Do you have it be 12 teams? But I like that. I mean, the, the you know, 11 and a 12 could play each other for a play-in spot um, kind of thing. And um, kind of like you see in the the basketball tournaments in college, right? The conference tournaments where, you know, if you're, you get a one game and then the, the top four, the top five teams don't play anybody for the first couple games, everybody else dukes it out. But, you know, if you've got the 12 teams and there's a realistic difference from 12 to 13, or if there's not, then you play a play-in, right? If the 12 and 13 seeds are basically within a game of each other, okay, then that's a play-in game. Where in the other conference, if the you know the 12 seed and the 13 seed are separated by like eight games, you know that's that's not really a, an issue. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Uh, I do have, play fantasy basketball, so that would kind of mess us up a little bit on that aspect. But uh, you know, it's it is what it is. I think uh, I think we're all just excited to see some kind of sports. So um, speaking of actually getting to see some sports, there was the match on Sunday, which was Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning. I know we all got to watch some of it. Um, I, I kind of thought it was entertaining just because I think there was nothing else to really watch. I watched the entire thing. Um, it got delayed, which it benefited me from doing yard. I did yard work, and I came in and thought I was going to see it on hole three, and they had just teed off. It was wonderful. Um, kind of stormy. Tom Brady split his pants, but he made a ridiculous chip in um, from the fairway. So it, it was. I, I enjoyed it. So, uh, Brian, what did you think of watching the match. What were your thoughts? Having no sports, yeah, that was kind of our first major sport we could watch. Oh, yeah. No, no question. I, you know, I just like seeing these guys in the natural golf habitat that we uh, experience. 
you know, they're, they're in their own cart, carrying their bags, no caddies, cleaning off their own clubs, reading their own shots, just out there playing golf. That was pretty cool. Um, having them mic'd up. I mean, Peyton is awesome. I think he should be on TV all the time. He's hilarious. Um, Tom Brady splitting his pants. Tom Brady being really bad on the golf course. Uh, it was just great to see. Um, Except for that one great shot, shot, but otherwise, yeah, but he... Fine, he had, he had what, one or two good probably shots. Probably a very lucky I mean, shot. That's like me out there saying that, I, you know, you know, if, if we're going to go that route, all right, so I have a couple of shots in the, out there. I'm a great golfer. I'm Tom Brady. No, you know, Tom Brady's human. He wasn't, he wasn't too good out there. I mean, granted, the conditions weren't that great. I think I even heard him say, I can't stand this, this rain. Uh, so, you know, that, that's definitely a factor. Um, but everybody else was hitting the ball just fine. He just, he just wasn't playing well. Um, but, you know, it looked like they were having some fun, even though it was pouring rain. And uh, it was for a good cause, raised some money. And uh, it was just good to see on TV. Good to have something on there to watch that was live um, and different, you know, than, than what we've been doing, you know, with streaming, whatever we've been streaming. Uh, it was good to see. And hopefully we'll have something more like that coming up soon. Yeah, Rob, what about you? I thought it was fantastic. I think they were very funny. Uh, like Brian said, Peyton was hysterical. He had some great lines. I'm wondering if he had somebody write these jokes beforehand. Because if he said these on the cusp, I mean, he should just do stand-up. Because it was fantastic. Um, even talking trash before the match with Tom. You know, he's always a good, um, he's always a good interview. I just thought it was fun. You know what? And, and, and it raised $20 million for uh, COVID relief. So I think it was a lot of fun. Everybody's excited. I watched pretty much most of it. I had step in and out on the back nine a little bit, um, but I think it was a lot of fun and I think they should do more. I think there's talks about uh, Phil had mentioned maybe doing an annual kind of thing with him and tiger. And he would like to get Michael Jordan and Steph Curry, which I think would be a fantastic matchup. Um, just knowing how competitive after our met last mention of uh, the last dance, Michael Jordan is, I would like to see a Michael Jordan, uh, Phil Mickelson kind of, uh, you know, going at it with Mr. Tiger and Steph Curry. I think that could be a lot of fun. But uh, I thought it was fun. It was entertaining. I thought the announcers were all, all entertaining as well. It wasn't your stereotypical uh, quiet, you know, shh, but, you know, commentary. It was Charles Barkley being Charles. You know, it was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, even more. Even Tiger seemed pretty fun. Uh, he had a good joke, I think. I don't know if it was Brady or um, Peyton or somebody teed off and it went way into the woods. And Tiger said, yeah, you're on the fairway on seven, but they were on the third hole. <laughs> so it was actually pretty funny. I was like, wait a minute, Tiger Woods just had a good joke there. He had he had a couple of good one-liners too. And um, the golf carts that they had, their custom golf carts that had their kind of own logos on them, their, the GoPros that were on the the carts too those were kind of fun and like you said i mean having charles barkley as one of the commentators was hilarious i mean it's just great you wish you kind of could see tiger or, um charles more but um you know having his voice there was just it was just great so it definitely was an entertainment value you, just, you hit it right on with peyton had some great some great digs too i think he uh he ripped on one at the beginning when they were just doing the practice tee shots or you know the driving range and he said something about oh i wonder if gronk's going to come here and show up and help Brady because that's all he does is just <laughs> come out, show up in the fourth quarter. But uh, no, that was that was and fun. And even Justin Thomas, honestly, as a you know, I guess on the course commentator was he had some really good one liners. Yeah, JT was hilarious. Oh yeah, he they was were a lot of fun. I think he he was 
almost my second favorite voice out there, to be honest with you, behind Peyton. Um, just because, you know what, he reads the game, and I think he's got the respect. I mean, he pretty much told, uh, what did he say, told Charles Barkley, I'm going to see your fat-ass dunk of basketball at your age now, or something <laughs> like that. I thought that was hysterical. I was like, oh, man, like this is great. This is live TV. No holds barred. I love it. It yep. was it was great when Brady hit that shot because um, Barkley had just trash talked him, and then Brady hit that shot out of just nowhere. I mean, it's just it was a shock. I actually had to rewind it on my um, YouTube TV app. I had to rewind it to be like, did he really just make that in the cup? Uh, but it was just great because it was right after he did it, and <laughs> you could see see Tom Brady in true Tom Brady fashion. Right when the stakes were high, he did it. Uh, but obviously, he wasn't that great the rest of the day. But you know, I mean, he's better than I would. Honestly, I think he's better than me. So. Um, Good to know that I'm on the same level as as uh, Tom Brady at some sport. So I'll tell you, you that. Go. But um, so as a you know, we're talking about golf here, and the three of us, uh, we have another friend too. We've been golfing um, the past couple of weeks now that the course has been open um, in our town. A lot of the state, the courses are open, so it's been nice to get out there. And um, I don't know what what are your guys' thoughts on golfing again? I mean, it's 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 exciting. It's a little bit different with the, uh, the little cups. Uh, there's something in there so you can't really touch the flag. There's a couple little things, but I don't think we've really cared too much about that. We're just excited to get out there, so play some kind of sport. Um, so, Rob, what's what has been your thoughts on playing golf and, and all this? Uh, I think it's the best way, it's the best social distancing that we can do while still out there and, and feeling like humans, feeling like men and feeling like dads, uh, being able to get out there. I think Toshua, where we played, was a... a uh, they did really good. You know what? I was surprised about the details while we were golfing of things that I wouldn't have thought about that they did, such as, you know, uh, the ball cleaners, the coolers, anything that was a communal touch was not on a course, you know, stuff you don't think about, not just like, Oh yeah, obviously everyone gets a cart. Cause that was like kind of a given, right? You yeah. would think, um, lines, spaces, mask, um, tea boxes i was like yeah of course they're not gonna have people lined up in a tea box and spread out tea times i'm like those are common things but it was like those extra steps that they took to ensure a little bit of safety made me feel pretty good and you know and my my wife was not happy with me going and a little worried and she's like no you're not gonna wear your mask i'm like i'm not gonna be near anybody i'm gonna shoot it so far right i'll probably be in the woods (laughs) half the time it doesn't matter so that's very true uh, we didn't see you the entire round (laughs) and i lived up to those expectations so i'm okay with that um or you guys were about 50 yards ahead of me because I hit a ground ball off the tee box every time. A ground ball but, uh, or that's multiple all right. ground balls? I think somebody well, thought, uh, got their sports mix Slow up down, right Nate. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Let's go. I, I, I hit a few off the tee box. I made it past the ladies' pin a few times, so it's all right. I'll take it. It's the first time out. We don't do scorecards, all right? Oh, that's so, the other thing. We didn't do right scorecards. I thought it was a lot of fun. That was weird, too. Not right. having a scorecard, but I almost no felt a little more relaxed, right? No pressure. Right, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you, so you looked pretty relaxed. I mean, your swing was about four miles an hour, so that was, it was pretty relaxed. Yeah, definitely. I have this. Uh, I have this old man swing where I can get it down the middle of the fairway. It just only goes about 150 yards, but I'm always playing in the middle of the fairway. I'll take it, right? But it's yeah, it's not. It's I don't know if it's it's not manly. It's still manly, but you know, it's yeah. I'd I'd like to just swing it really hard, but if I do that, it's just going to go way right or way left. So I've kind of gone to the conservative approach of swinging slower. And I've actually seen a little bit of improvement, so I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, I'll speed that up a little swing bit. For the next, you'll have the same swing the next 50 years, so I guess yeah, that's, that's true. You just know adjustments needed when you uh, get yeah, on a he, senior tour, right? He's just practicing for old age. 
I think I'm already <laughs> on the senior tour with some of my swings. <laughs> Brian, what what are your what are your thoughts on getting out there and playing golf? I mean, it's it's been fun, and uh, again, like Rob said, the you can definitely do it social distancing. We're out there with some fresh air. We've had some tremendous weather the days we've gone, which has been great. Um, yeah, for but, sure. I mean, it's it's been awesome. I mean, I think it's great to get out. Uh, it's a great game to play. Um, it's a tough game, but you need practice and get out there as much as you can. And especially in times like this, you got to get away for a little bit. Go get nine in. Go get eighteen. You know, as long as the schedule permits, you got a lot going on. You know, you got daycare, school, work, everything going on at the same time. If you can make the time to go uh, get away from it for a little bit, if you're fortunate enough to be able to do that, go for it. Uh, it's definitely a, a good game. Gets you uh, outdoors. It's safe. You're away from other people. Um, not much else you know you can you can say about that. Not not much else you could be doing uh, that have those same attributes. So it's it's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean the the ball fields are kind of closed here. The gyms are closed. I mean, there's not really sports wise really much to do outside of running or biking. Um, so I think it's yeah for those some call it a sport, some don't. But I think it's great to get outside. You can walk the course if you want to. You can take the cart. Um, like Rob said, some of the things were a little bit different. Um, we talked about the the cups. So basically, when you would put the ball in, there would be like a little metal piece on there, so the ball wouldn't go fully in the cup, and you could basically tap the once you made it in the cup, you could tap the ball out with your putter without having to bend down and touch anything that basically anybody else has touched. Um, you weren't allowed to pull the flag at, at any points. So that made it a little bit tougher and easier at the same time, depending on where you are. Um, uh, the trash cans weren't on the course, which was weird, but makes sense. You know, there's not going to be multiple people putting trash in that they've all touched. Um, I don't know, Rob, what else, what else was the different? There's no scorecards because they didn't want to give you a scorecard and pencil. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was. There's the tee box didn't have the markers, but you just kind of yeah, knew it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that had anything to do with it. I'm not sure. That's curious. I wonder yeah. if that had anything to do with COVID, but it just seemed odd. Not that, like, I don't know. Have you guys ever touched a tee box marker? I, I haven't, think but to do it. you wonder well, why. I, I, last time I saw it, they were there. They put them out. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't see them the last time, but I didn't pay too much attention the second time I went, but, um, Maybe they're too busy moving the trash cans in and grab them. Yeah, it's definitely. I think, and they didn't have the little sand fill in on your cart either. No rakes. No, no rakes. rakes. No rakes in the sand trap. Um, yeah, it, it's it was interesting. Um, at the end of it, we kind of just put our clubs together at you know a club length and kind of tapped our putters together as almost kind of like the uh, end of match handshake, which was a little weird. But you know, at the end of the day, it was still fun. We're still out there. It almost felt normal out there. You know, playing, we could still yell at each other. We could still make fun of each other. Um, you know, not that you hug on the golf course, but, we, you know, we didn't really have any contact. But still just a good time by all. It was great to get out there. Um, highly recommend it if you've got some dads around you. Find a golf course that's open and uh, go out there. Who cares if you hit 200? Who cares? Just get out there. Enjoy yourself. Um, something. It's something there'll normal. No score to there'll be no scorecard to tell you you did either. Yeah, exactly. And I know I had one birdie. Um, outside of that, I couldn't tell you how many else, but I remember that I had a birdie. I just basically kept it hole by hole. If did I do well on this? Did I par it? Did I get more than a bogey? Then we just don't remember that anymore. Uh, that's kind of the fun stuff. So, all right, guys, we'll kind of wind it down. So we'll uh, we'll move forward here. So we'll give everybody a uh, last minute to kind of say whatever they want to say. So Rob, 
uh, who looks like Brad Pitt from whatever that movie is where he's wearing the red shirt and the, the headphones. We'll start with you, Rob. Go ahead. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy to see some sports getting back into it. Maybe we can have a few more, uh, more, uh, more podcasts more frequently and start talking about sports maybe after each round of the playoffs a little bit in, in hockey. Um, I do hope that the MLB does come up with something. It seems like the players' union and the owners are uh, kind of at a, a standstill right now between money going back and forth. So I really do hope you know, they are able to do something this season. And um, I mean, if not, so be it. But uh, I really do hope they get to play some baseball because I do miss it. All right, Brian. Yeah, I miss I miss the baseball too. Uh, I think hockey might. Hopefully, hockey shows us the way, and uh, you know comes through, gives us some something entertaining to watch. That's really what it's for, I guess, right? But uh, you know, looking forward to it. And what we didn't mention is soccer is actually being played right now. I know, I know, I can. You guys can't <laughs> see their faces, but uh, you know, Bundesliga out in Germany. You got Premier League coming back June seventeenth. You got Serie A, the Italian league, coming back June 20th. You know, it'll be interesting to see how all this, you know, unfolds. You know, we got a lot of sports leagues coming back, obviously without fans. Uh, but they are training together and playing against each other and playing, you know, somewhat these contact sports. How's this, how's this going to happen? How's it, how does it go? So let, let's see. Let's see how that plays out. Uh, hopefully uh, everything is positive. Um, you know, as far as you know, health wise and keeping everybody safe, uh, and show that we are on the, the right track here and, and get through this. And hopefully, come the fall, we, we get our, our normal sports seasons back, uh, the way, the way it was might be a little different, but I think we're, we're getting there. So hopefully, you know, with thanks to all the first, uh, you know, the essential workers and our nurses and doctors and everybody, let's do it. Get back at it. Yeah, it'll be like you said. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not bagging on soccer. Um, I don't really watch too much soccer until it's World Cup time. But um, you're right. That's going to be great for some of those countries to get their sports back too. It will be interesting how things are going to be a little bit different in the sports world. I'm in, I am interested to see what they allow with hockey because they're kind of that close bench, um, and then they're going to have you know the, you know those guys are drinking all those water bottles and spitting and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting what rules are allowed with something like that. Um, I know that the baseball's kind of talked about putting players in the stands because there's not going to be any um, fans there. So that could be something too. But obviously hockey, you don't really have that option because you've got the line changes that are pretty quick every couple minutes. So I don't think that'll be an option. But they might expand the benches. Who knows? Um, but it will be interesting to see what rules they can do, things they have to adapt with. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Any, anything, I don't think anybody's going to be upset with things um, in the sports world if they're a little bit different because I think we're just excited to get it back. Um, and I'll echo also what Brian said about thanking our first responders. You know, if it's, you know, everybody that works in the hospital, it doesn't matter if you're a janitor or, if, you know, they're a surgeon. Any, anything you're doing out there is helping. Um, first responders, our police, our ambulance, fire department, all these guys, everybody working in the stores, grocery stores. I'm sure those guys are overworked like crazy. So um, from the Trumbull dads here, in our podcast, we appreciate every one of you, appreciate everything you've been done. Um, even some of those teachers that are teaching remotely, I'm sure that's a little bit difficult for some of them and some of the kids out there that are learning, but we're all doing our best. So hang in there. And uh, for Rob and Brian and myself, have a uh, great, great night. <laughs>